Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Our own uh, off the ball GA correspondent Tommy Rooney is with me here on the line today. Tommy, tell us about this SCA club that has brought out a list of forbidden activities and rules that players have to sign up to. Afternoon, Andrea. Yeah, so this this leaked, you could say, last night. Now, I, I will say uh, it's been leaked and it was on WhatsApp. So it's uh, it's definitely gone about the country um, and a lot of people have reacted to it. I haven't heard any uh, confirmation from the supposed club that's been involved, whether or not it's true or not. Okay. These things do emerge every so often. But look, the suspicion is, uh, unfortunately, it isn't too alien to what might go on in some clubs around the country. Um, essentially, right, it's it's a leaked club charter with 11 rules or commandments, you might say, that the players have to sign up to. So it's supposedly a senior club, um, a senior men's club, we'll say. So 11 rules, they have to sign up to it before the management will take them on board for the 2024 season. So I'm not going to give you all 11 rules, Andrea, but I'll give you a, a bit of a sense of it. Mm. So number one, and now some of the words here are highlighted in bold or underlined for effect, you could say. Yeah. Number one, anyone planning trips to Australia, America and Canada for the summer can't be part of the senior panel for 2024. Number two, no holidays during the championship in brackets June to October, which is a fair part of the year unless approved by management or the leadership group. Unapproved holidays mean suspension or removal from the panel. Number three, no drinking during the championship, June to October, unless approved by management and the leadership group. Unapproved drinking means suspension or removal from the panel. Then there's a couple of other ones around uh, Christmas training, logging your attendance on the app and the gym, and that's all pretty standard. Mm, in any, yeah, we would uh, sort of be terribly surprised by that. Yeah, and then number 10, this is like uh, throwing back to the old days of the GA with the ban and the ban on Hulk Garrison sports. No other sporting commitments past June. Soccer, golf, rugby, athletics, etc. And number 11. And to me, this kind of hammers home the kind of problem with this in a way. A commitment to train at the highest level all the time, all in caps, bold, underlined. Commitment to achieving fitness and conditioning targets set down by management. This is my kind of big issue with this, to be honest, with you, Andrea. It's like they're not treating players like adults here. You know, it, it, it's, uh, I, I just, this is not the way to foster a winning culture or create a winning environment in any group or any club or any sport. And anyone who's serious enough to be playing senior football who cares about it, obviously you have to love the sport you're playing, mm. whether it's it's hurling, football, rugby, soccer, you got to love what you're doing. you got to like the people you're playing with. And there has to be a bit of fun to go with the work because you're in it to win in a lot of ways, but only one team is going to win. So the, the experience along the way has to be worth it too. But like, you couldn't play a round of golf on a, on a Sunday. Yeah, that's the one I'm struggling with. Like, that's I, why I, I'm, I'm I can under, I get the drink, you know, the, the, the drinks ban and you hear that all <sighs> over the years, but like to a certain, you know, absolutely in, in and around whatever the championship, I couldn't fathom why you couldn't play a round of golf. And, and like the great Jack O'Shea, uh, the story goes that he often played around the golf the morning of an All-Ireland final. He's obviously winner of Football of the Year four times in the 80s. So, you know, uh, there's professional sports people all over the world, uh, whether it's soccer or rugby, who use golf as their downtime to kind of tune out and, and get a bit of active recovery. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, part of me is hoping that this turns out to be a hoax or just not true. But um, seemingly, uh, the consensus is yeah. that it is actually legitimate. And it, it was, like, the pen was put the paper on this. It was printed out on PDF form and uh, like 
to me, like you, you mentioned the drink bans there, like drink bans. When I was in college in DCU um, between 2011 and 2014, like I went to DCU because I love football and I wanted to play football. And I was kind of uh, in and around a lot of, um, you know, quality footballers at the time. It, it was the football college of the time. And there was murmurings and there was word and there was talk of drink bans back then. And some counties, definitely some counties, especially counties with a younger player profile, had implemented drink bans. Now, to me, that kind of went out of fashion. And... Like I'm, I'm playing senior club football this year. Yeah, there's but no drink bans, but there's you, you. Sure, didn't you win the the your team won the um the county final in Clare? Yeah, I didn't was, you? I was yeah, very so for, so you the team, yeah. you can you can look at this then as a player if you were to get a, a list as you call them of you know the the eleven uh, commandments like this would you like like you could see then Tommy why some players just wouldn't be bothered saying up to this. A hundred percent. And there'd be a lot of people who would run a mile if this was put in front of them. And I think, to be honest, a lot of players would stand up and say, what's going on here? And like, I'm very lucky to play a small part in a championship winning team this year. And there is an incredible bunch of players in the club that I pl- I've, I'm playing with who are really competitive. Uh, they love their sport. They love playing for their club. But they, they do it. Andrea, and to have crack along the way. They wouldn't be as, uh, they wouldn't have won what they've won over the years if they didn't get on with each other the way that they do. And a massive part of sport is is bonding or having a couple of pints at the right time of the year. Now, don't take that that we're not taking it seriously where we yeah. are. And of oh, course no, you are. But, like, yeah, yeah. but like, you win a quarterfinal and you've got two weeks to a game, you're obviously going to have a clatter of points that night. Back training on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But anyone who's playing senior sport in this country at any decent level, you're not going to be able to drink and play if you're training three or four nights of the week. Okay. You're just you're not going to get have your place. So I just don't think drink bans are healthy or okay. should ever be implemented. The holiday things as well, like, come on, like there's enough stress going on in life at the minute. You can't be stopping people going on holidays. Yeah. The same thing as like, if you've got a good culture, a bit of sense, Andrea, a little bit of sense, a little bit of cop on is all that's needed. Just well, don't book your holiday the week of the game. Yeah, so some of the, the re- listener reaction as well, tell me to this. Uh, this texture here says, it is actually, I think this is normal. For county teams, but for a senior club team, I think it's totally embarrassing, says this listener. Another texter, if you look at the big successful teams like um, Jim, Jim Gavin in Dublin or John Kiley in Limerick, they've thrown drinking bans and all of that kind of stuff out the window. They don't work, uh, says this texter. Um, Shiroz Akram plays with Balahadreen. Um, Shiroz is with us on the line today. Like, What's your reaction to these rules? Uh, hi Andrea, yeah, good, good afternoon. Yeah, I was looking at them there this morning and some of them really, really jump out. And Tommy's touched on some of the, the drinking ban and the holidays and stuff, so I might touch on some of the other ones. I, I suppose they've down, I think, Dublin and Limerick players travelling from January onwards, even though Championship doesn't start till June. I think at times people forget club football is an amateur sport. Whatever or inter-county getting some sort of expenses, club players get very little. Um and I imagine a lot of them are students from Dublin or Limerick that are travelling down. So they're already going to be tied for money. And then you're adding that additional cost of travelling. But then at the same time, you're asking them to fundraise. I think they've down it through number nine or ten, fundraise 15,000 for the year. Um, I'm, I imagine a whole pile of that won't be going to the players for their, for their travelling either. So um, I think you need to see the bigger picture in terms of students, even people working. What are you going to achieve guys driving down from Dublin, Limerick, wherever this club might be from January. Like, I, I know training can be done um, remotely themselves or they can link up with the club, train up themselves. So um, on, on my part, like I'm based in Dublin myself and if I was expected to go down and train in Balhadrine, it's a two, two and a half hour drive depending on traffic up and down. 
I don't think I'd be able to commit myself. So um, I think you could see a lot of players, if this was implemented in a lot of clubs, dropping off because it just isn't worth it then. The fun aspect isn't there. It's more of a chore than um, enjoying the, yeah. the game of football. It's counterproductive. Exactly. Uh, Tim Barry is on the line too. Tim is a former chairman of Rathdowney Errol uh, G, uh, GA Club as well. Tim, is it, a, is it a, an extreme approach? Hi, Andrea and Tommy. Well, my first reaction was I was wondering if it was genuine. Yeah, was it a joke? It's a, it's a, bit, of, it's a bit of a wish list, isn't it? Um, some of it there, like the, the first one there, the, the first number one is uh, some of the, so, so, a lot of the players nowadays are stupid. They head over to America places like that and they make a few bob in construction and that during the summer to pay their fees and so forth in college. I, I think that's a, that's a bit bit off. There's a, there's a lot of it there. It's a wish list, I think. Yeah, but nobody, <laughs> no, you, you don't think anyone would put it in writing? I didn't, I, well, I, I'm, I'm not saying that, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not genuine. Yeah. I, but, but it is a bit of a wish list, isn't it? So you, I mean, it's, it's, it's an amateur sport as well. I mean, it's a bit, some of the stuff and it's a bit ridiculous. Some of it's okay to train and everything and that. But some of the other stuff is yeah. not. Would it deter people, bands, do you like, think? Drink bands don't work. That's as simple as that. They just don't work. Would it actually, though, would it deter people, Tim, though, from, from signing back up for the next season? Well, listen, you take a, a student to, uh, there and, you know, you know, he needs a few pounds to, to, to pay for his, to pay for his uh, college fees and to pay for the college if he goes over. I mean, he can't go to America and Australia for a part of the summer mm. or he won't be, it won't be part of the senior for 24. You can't seem to take any holidays at all, actually, between uh, between yeah. June or, or October, unless otherwise approved. Yeah. The listener says, this is what's wrong with the GAA these days. I'm a member. I love the organisation. Any team that thinks that this is how you win um, a club finals in La La Land. Another texter says, I, I thought the GAA was supposed to be an amateur sport, obviously been played by professionals now. I know of a club which monitors what their players eat. They have to send photographs of each meal uh, to the club as well, actually. And this texter, finally, if this is true the GEA need to step in you see that's the thing Tommy isn't it like it's 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 um I know you've been endeavouring to try and get confirmation of this but have Crow Park said anything about it out of curiosity no and I don't think they will Andrea and like to be honest with you right there some people will probably throw their head at it and say this is what's wrong with the GEA like I can tell you one thing now as someone who's 30 I would not be as fit and healthy as I am if I didn't play the GA. Like, there's so many positive things with it. You know, you're getting out, you're training, you're endeavouring to win something as part of a group. And there's so many ways that can be done in a positive manner. This is just being done in a sort of dictatorial manner that that is just going to turn, like you're saying, it's turning people away. Of course it is. Like, imagine if you were a part of that panel for 10 years and you decided, do you know what? I'm going to take a year out from work. I'm going to head away to Australia or America. I'm not going to go to March or April. Seemingly here, you cannot be part of the senior mm-hmm. panel. That to me is the problem. Like I can understand some of the things that are being suggested here and, and some of the kind of sentiment behind it. Yeah. But to commit to the 11 of them to paper, I just think it's incredibly naive. And I would love them to somebody to come out and say, look at you, they're all... Uh, 
overreacting here. Obviously, this isn't true, but the suspicion is that it it just it is, and okay. that some people think that this is how you create a championship winning team. And if it is, oh, it's a pity because like there are plenty of ways to win a championship. I've seen it myself this year. Like you get the right group of people together, you get the right level of commitment. And you get smart people involved and you, you can win. And there's loads of teams at this time of the year, Andrea. They're sitting down. There's a lot of meetings like this happening where teams are saying, what can we do next year to win? Because that's what people want to do. They want to win and, and bring that yeah. pride to their parish and, and as a team achieve something okay. together. That's what they want. But like, I just don't see this being a way to do it. Are we expecting, I suppose, and demanding uh, too much from club GA players across the country? I want to hear from people today about this. 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp. Tommy Rooney, uh, Sharose and Tim as well. Thanks a million to you both for joining us. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.